Hi, and welcome to Happiness Through Hardship, the podcast, where we share positive stories and suggestions about finding hope, resources, and connections to help us all get through hard times. I'm Karen Sullivan, a mom, an author, and a stage four cancer patient who's always looking around me for inspiration. I believe in surrounding myself with people and experiences that make me smile. And that's what I'm hoping to do for you today. So grab your favorite drink, get cozy, and let's get started. I am so excited to introduce you to Derek Santiago, a certified mixologist who goes by the name The Mocktail Whiz. He's an expert in the world of non-alcoholic adult drinks. He's worked as a mocktail recipe designer, photographer, and video creator with leading brands in the non-alcoholic beverage industry. With his new book, The Mocktail Club, he's here to teach us about his love for virgin mixology. Now, whether you're trying something new, are sober curious, sober serious, or trying to cut out alcohol for any other reason, you are certain to have a taste for a mocktail after this episode. I am so excited to welcome you, Derek. Thank you for being here. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be chatting with you. Well, and I am so excited about the cover of your book. It really, <laughs> it looks great. Uh, by the time you. that you listeners are hearing this, it's going to be out for sale. And yeah. we are here really to dive into this topic of being sober curious. Yeah. So I want to mm -hmm. I want to take a step back and Derek, I'd love for you to share a little bit how you got here. I think you and I had had a, you know a chat and have been talking a little bit beforehand, and you said two years ago you would have never thought that this was going to be your path. So I'd, I'd love to hear a little bit more about how you got into being sober curious. Of course. Yeah. Two years ago, I would have laughed because uh, now I have a, a year and six months of being alcohol free. Congratulations. And two years ago, I was still drinking. If I may say so, I was drinking a lot. Okay. Um, so in 2022, the way it started was, um, so I'm going to go deep right into it. Um, I suffered big losses in my life. Uh, I lost both my parents within the span of one year. Oh, wow. So I lost my mom in 2020, 2020 June. Um, she had a uh, chronic illness, okay. uh, renal failure. Okay, um, and then after that, April, 2021, I lost my dad. Um, so it was just, it, it, it just turned our lives upside down. I can't imagine. And, of course. And at the time, you know, you, I, what I what I realize is that as people, we just use the tools that uh, we think are going to help us. Right. And at the time, the tool that I used was alcohol. Mm -hmm. And before then, I was able to moderate my drinking. But after those big losses, I went through what I call the effort phase. You know, effort. I lost my parents. Okay. I'm going to drink because I thought I deserved to drink. Okay. Um, yeah, effort. So, right. I get it. Yeah. Yeah, I'm like my world turned upside down, but everybody seems to be moving on and here I am still grieving. And so I used alcohol uh, increasingly since since that happened until 2022 and my sobriety date is closely tied to my mom's death anniversary. Okay. Um, my mom's death anniversary is June 4th and that fell on a Saturday in 2022 and so I drank 
days leading up to it, months leading up to it. And then Sunday, there was a nice chili cook-off happening uh -huh. here in my old little town here. And so I drank then. And then Monday came and I was like, you don't have any more excuses. You really need to pull yourself together because... I was already feeling the effect of alcohol in my body and in my mental health. So I was just done with the anxiety. Okay. The yeah. And and also physically, I felt like I was slower. I was working out three or four times a week, but I was gaining weight. Okay. So I said, you know what? Let's just go back to moderation. And, and that's what I did or what I thought I was going to do was just to go back to moderation and stop drinking every day. And, and that's when I discovered this book called This Naked Mind. And the book um, really just talks about the truth about alcohol. And it debunked all the myths that I had about alcohol. Like it helps relax me or it loosens me up or gives me confidence. So it's just factual science-based. Um, information about alcohol. And that's what stuck with me. So I was able to stop. Did you then grab for the book because you knew, okay, I've been, and I, I'm of course continue to grieve, but you were grieving and you said using alcohol as a tool mm -hmm. and you kept doing mm -hmm. it and kept doing it and kept doing it. And then you said you wanted to stop and you knew this book was out there or how, yeah. did, that, how did that come together? That is a great question. Yeah, that's a great question. So you mentioned Sober Curious earlier. I've been dabbling in that world because I knew something was up with my alcohol consumption. So I've been looking at Sober Curious um, tags on Instagram and seeing what people are doing. And uh, I joined an app called Reframe. Okay. And that's how, they have a community. And this book came up there that a lot of people um, really found success in in either moderating or okay. stopping alcohol altogether. And so when I when I decided, hey, I need to look into this and really do something about it, I remembered that book. And so I grabbed it and I listened to it. And just the introduction of the book, I could relate with the author. Okay. Like, you know, you wake up at three in the morning and you feel all these um, feelings of anxiety and and you swear that you're not going to drink anymore that day. But then the morning comes and as if nothing happened. And then 5 p.m. comes and you're back to drinking. So I resonated a lot with that. And then so I just kept listening. And um, I think what helped also is I tried not to label myself. I didn't identify as an alcoholic. And just removing that pressure of having to label yourself okay. uh, did a lot. Wow. And that's, I think, where sober curiosity is really powerful. It's just, you know, I could be doing this just for this week, or it could be for a month or for a year. It's up to you. There's no labels. Well, and what's interesting is that there, there are clearly so many different stages and phase, phases, which mm -hmm. I'm not certified to really, uh, I mean, maybe give my, uh, my thoughts, but um, mm -hmm. in terms of people dealing with alcohol, right? Uh I will say as somebody who has a chronic illness and cancer, there's a lot of media out there. There's a lot of literature out there about how alcohol is not good. And, right. you know, there, and there, there's plenty of places and spaces uh, in Facebook chats where people are like, can I just have a drink? And listen, like I, um, I love organic wine. I, I really do. 
Uh, however, the thought might be there with people. If you're listening right now and you know somebody with a chronic illness to what Derek was saying, like there are these side effects that you feel whether you consider, you know, yes, if somebody has a, um, has a problem with alcohol, there are many different um, people that they can talk to in ways that they can, uh, you know, move forward. Right. There are plenty of different reasons to investigate what life might be like without yeah. it as well, which I think is where you're saying the sober curious part comes in. Yeah, yeah. And it, you know, I'm not like right now, I don't call myself sober. I just say I'm alcohol free because I really feel free and alcohol is now insignificant in my life that I can have a drink if I want to. I just don't want to. Um, and because I know, you know, I know that there was a, this recent study from the World Health Organization that says uh, there's no amount of alcohol that's safe. Um However, I also get that because when I was starting out, you know, I know the truth, but it's just that alcohol is so glorified in the media. It's glamorized, you know, so the habits are still there. So even though I know that I didn't want to drink anymore, that's my personal choice. It's still the the conditioning, you know, like, oh, it's the end of the day. I want to grab something to drink. And really that's where, that's when the mocktail started for me. Well, what I want to get to is I, I can't wait to hear about your journey to, you know, to mocktail land. Mm -hmm. I want to hear about that in between stages though, because my sense is where a lot of people get hung up is that, and I even experienced it. When I went to the doctor, my doctor said, I don't believe you should drink. It's one of them. And, mm -hmm. and I said, okay. And he said, but I get it. You're not going to have any friends. Literally, I had a doctor say that to me. And, you know, here I am like, but I love having friends. Yeah. And, and so they, I think his point in that blunt statement was, if you, if I am somebody who's social right now, which I am, and I like to go out mm -hmm. and you go to restaurants or you go to like, mm -hmm. you know, I'm not in that, I'm, I'm past the age of going to big, you know, parties very often, at least in the, in, uh, maybe that's not an age thing. I don't do that all the time. Right. However, I mean, it is really fun. And so how does one go from, you know, I know in your, in your, in, in your instance, you were using it as a tool to help with your grief, but here you decide, okay, I'm going to stop, but your normal routine might've been going out with friends or going out different places. And how does that work? And how does that feel? Yeah, it, it was challenging in the beginning, because like I said, I've made it, I've made the decision that I'm not going to drink because I know that it was not working for me anymore. However, like you said, life is still in session. And so I still get invited to happy hours at work. Um, you know, my my ritual is to do meal prep in the weekends. I like to cook what I'm going to be eating the, next, the rest of the week. Yep. And I drink when I do meal prepping because it's just, you know, I feel, I feel fancy when I do that. Um, so really what helped me at that time, because even there's like this, I know that I don't, I don't want it. However, there's the habits of, you know, the ritual of drinking that's still there that's called for when you do happy hours and, you know, these dinners. And so that's when I really leaned into my mocktails. Uh, I just whipped up a very easy, spicy pineapple margarita. We just, you know, pineapple juice, jalapeno, 
and then a splash of club soda. And the heat from the jalapeno really scratched the itch for me because it's spicy. It felt like, you know, something is happening there, even though there's no alcohol. And when I first did that, I was like, oh my gosh, this could be my my clutch, you know, the crutch. Sorry, this could be my crutch. Um, so that's when I was like, oh, this is a, a solution. So now at that point, every time I went out, to happy hours, I would always ask for a virgin version of margaritas. Okay. And that made me feel included because they don't know that there's no alcohol there if you order it, you know, like if, right. sometimes I would just not order when they're getting the order of the group. And then I will just proceed to the bar later to get a virgin one. So when I come back, I have a drink and it felt me, it felt, in, I felt included in part of the ritual and part of the celebration. And so, um, and once you have something on your hand that you're drinking, nobody asks you any questions anymore. Well, and, and I will say the second part of that is yes, there's the whole, like the social, uh, drinking and to your point, you know, some people may not even care. They could go to, you know, go to a bar, or a restaurant for that matter, and just drink water. And that might not be a thing, which is great. And if it is a thing, you've got a good solution. I love what you said about how when you created the pineapple margarita, the warmth of the jalapeno kind of made you feel like you had a little bit of alcohol. And I will say that I have been drinking a little bit of this non-alcoholic wine, which I, I poo-pooed it in the past. I sound like my grandmother or oh, I pooed this. Sorry. Yeah. It just sounded right. I did not think that that would be a direction I would go in. Like why even drink it? What I found is similar to your experience with the pineapple margarita was that it tasted to me. It wasn't as good. I will say at least the brand mm -hmm. I chose. Mm -hmm. However, mm -hmm. I felt like I was drinking a warm glass of red wine which yeah. was something that mm -hmm. I was that that was soothing to me beyond just the alcohol. And so I think that that could be for somebody who may want may not want. And by the way, if you even care and you're listening, there are a lot less calories in for at least the alcoholic wine that I chose as opposed to the wine that was filled with much more sugar and alcohol. So if you're watching your way, like that might be an area that you would go as well, right? Yeah, a hundred percent. And aside from the non-alcoholic wines, there are also a lot of spirit alternatives now. And a lot of them are very low in calories, like 10 calories, sometimes even zero calories. And so when I started that spicy pineapple margarita, the following week, weekend, um, I, I went to, you know, the beverage store and then I looked at these spirit alternatives and I found one, uh, it's called Ritual and I tried their tequila alternative and it smelled like tequila. It was spicy also. I added it to my already good spicy pineapple margarita and it just changed the, the, the flavors were just enhanced because of this spirit alternative. And that's when I really thought, oh my gosh, there is this whole world of spirit alternatives where I can feel like I'm drinking a proper adult beverage without the alcohol. So I can still feel fancy uh -huh. and feel like I'm, I'm drinking something that's complex. Um, that's not just a mixture of juices. So how you, you stirred up or maybe blended up this 
margarita and Mm -hmm. you started to have a good experience with it. What made you go on to be more of this mixologist? Uh, That's a good question. I actually have been into mixology even before the mocktail. So um, I, I, I took a class in London when I worked there for a little bit and I was good at it. My friends tell me so, my family tells me so. So and then I, you know, I invested all these uh, gear for for mixology, That's and fun. so I actually thought I was going to give that hobby up when I when I stopped drinking. And what ended up happening is that I've been more of a mixologist after I stopped drinking. So, so that's. I, I've already I already have background in mixology, and then I applied that to mocktails. And when I discovered the spirit alternatives, that's when my whole world opened up because I'm like, oh my gosh, there's so many so much possibility here. Um, and that's what got me started with with mocktail whiz because I was really enjoying the drinks that I was creating. And so I thought, you know what, I'll share this on Instagram figure out what these kids do with what they call reels, which I didn't understand yeah. before. Um, just posted a video on my personal page at the time and it got a lot of attention. And so I thought, oh, so people are into mocktails. I thought it was just, you know, <laughs> me. Um, and yeah, so because there was interest uh, in it, that's when I started, cre- when I created Mocktail Wiz as a separate account and then just, you know, with just my phone standing up in front of me, just filming myself making these drinks. And and now here we are. And now here you are. A book just came out with all these recipes. So is is that how it works? Is that you just play around with different, uh, you know, fake non-alcoholic uh, spirits and mm-hmm. f- different flavorings and just see what you think works? That's a good way to start is a good way to start is you have your favorite cocktails and, you know, that passes a real full strength spirit in it. So a good way to start is just to make your favorite cocktail, but replace your, your spirit of choice with an alternative. And even if you're just wanting to cut back, that's a good way to cut back on alcohol too. Maybe do like a full strength cocktail first and then do a zero alcohol version of it with the alternative second kind of to pace yourself. So that's also a good way to just cut back and not completely cut it out of your life. Oh, that's a great idea. I know uh, my my mother-in-law actually loves to put seltzer in her wine and so, Ooh. but that does, right? You you get a, a glass of wine, you add seltzer to it. It's going to take you twice as long, right? To mm-hmm. And so there are ways to dilute the alcohol yeah. if you're trying to wean mm-hmm. yourself off and then uh, go in another direction. Yeah. And like you said, you can mix and match things. For instance, Aperol spritz. Okay. So you can use real Aperol that's full strength and then use a non-alcoholic sparkling brutes instead of a a, a real oh. champagne. So that lowers yes. the overall alcohol content. So this is where we are uh, diving into the no or low no or low, uh, no low category where, you know, can either have zero alcohol or some alcohol that's not full strength. Oh, wow. This is a whole world that I never really, I hadn't thought much about it existing. It sounds like there's a big community here. Can you talk a little bit about this community? Like you said, you're, you're considering yourselves alcohol free, not Mm -hmm. necessarily using the word sober. 
Mm -hmm. Yeah. So the community, and I didn't expect it. Um, Insta I just started on Instagram last year um, because it was, so my, I started, I, I stopped drinking in June and then immediately it was July and dry July is also a big month in the alcohol free scene where people try to take a break in the middle of summer, which is great um, and challenging, but because it was dry July, that's when I started posting on Instagram. And at first I was just sharing my recipes to give ideas to people. Um, because like I said, you can start by just substituting your cocktails with alternatives and make it a mocktail. But then if you want to take it one step uh, further, you can play with the other ingredients to enhance because because there's no alcohol, the texture is different sometimes. You want to substitute that heat from the alcohol with something else. So this is where the creativity creativity comes in, right? Um, making something spicy, making something bitter, or uh, adding carbonation for texture. So the possibilities are endless and. So I started sharing this in, on my Instagram and very soon after I found my people who not only appreciate the mocktail part of it, but also the alcohol-free journey. And that's when I found my community. I've had people reach out to me thanking me for the ideas because one had her daughter's wedding coming up and they were looking for recipes and found me somehow. Um, you know, there is a wellness magazine that reached out to me because Sober October was coming up and they wanted to feature mocktails as a way to, you know, promote wellness during this month. And people who have no uh, options before because they can't drink because of health reasons or religious reasons like things I didn't know uh, would would happen but I found the community that I was looking for and in a way that made my alcohol-free journey easier because I it's kind of like instead of just doing it because I'm sharing recipes it's like helping others too in whatever journey they're on well, that is what is so amazing about technology today is that mm -hmm. we are able to connect with people all across the world about any yeah. various topic. And in this case, it it really is beautiful that what started as, you know, it, it was really a part of your grief journey that's brought you to this place. I mean, I, I'm the one saying it here, but it sounds like this place of love and in, in community and support in, in in potentially and every could be every area of one's life but you know th through the journey that started with you wanted to say no to alcohol yeah yeah and I thought like I said earlier debunking all these myths right um I thought that alcohol helped me loosen up because I'm naturally a shy person um but to my surprise, after I stopped drinking, I had more confidence to reach out to people. Like I've been going to events where I don't know anyone there. Just the common denominator is that we love mocktails. You know, I would participate. And then I've met friends in real life um, through these activities and those events that I've been to. We have a lot of pop-ups here in California, like non-alcoholic pop-up uh, parties and I've met so many beautiful human beings in real life and here I am thinking I thought I was going to be 
so bored because I stopped drinking and I thought I was going to be, there's no fun anymore. And here I am with way more friends and, you know, a lot of really good connections that I actually remember because I made those connections too when I was drinking. But the next day I'm like, who was that person I was talking to last night? You know, you don't remember. So now it's like genuine connections with people. And I think that was, that's my favorite part of, of this whole journey is not just sharing my own story, but also meeting just these amazing people that inspire me. Well, thank you. I I love that you're sharing your story with the world and that you're sharing the story with us here too, because it's incredibly inspiring and it's motivating because there are many, you can still like alcohol and use it as a crutch, right? Or that there are ways beyond it. And I think Mm -hmm. in, you know, depending on where your circle is, is maybe this, what I'm speaking what we're speaking about right now doesn't resonate with you, with you listening. And, and, and that's okay too. I think it's, it's, it is, it's just curiosity in having the conversation. I am, you know, like I said, I do love wine. I do the best that I can to, when I, when I do drink wine for it to be organic. Um, That being said, I have, I have been playing around with trying new things because like you said, the World Health Organization, um, which is highly respected in this world when it comes to our health, um, mm-hmm. doesn't look fondly upon alcohol. And listen, I get, I mean, I spent years trying to Google and research ways, somebody that would support me wanting to drink more wine. And there are, listen, you know, as we may have learned way back in debate class in like the eighth grade, is like you can find information to support what you want to believe. And so, um, you know, I, I say, I say this saying, meaning that like, I hope that both of us, I'm not judging. And I, and I, it doesn't sound like you are either. We're, we're just trying to present an idea. If you are interested in, you know, lowering your, lowering your calorie intake, yeah. trying to step away from alcohol because of, whether it's weight loss or it's your, you know, health reasons, or, yeah. I mean, listen, if you have sleep issues, that's what I found is when I, I stopped drinking, I, you know, I'm sleeping a lot better. And, and so there are, there are a lot of reasons to play around with it. And this is, you have created a solution to have, to still have a lot of fun and the book has all these recipes. Like when you were talking about pop-ups, I think for dry January, it might be fun if people had their own little pop-up parties where it's like, all right, yeah. we're going to try different. I always wanted to do a smoothie pop-up, but I like this idea <laughs> of, of trying some sort of, um, you know, a virgin mixology pop-up where people bring their blenders and they bring, you know, different um you know, different options, garnishes. garnishes. And exactly. If we were to have, if you and I were to live near each other and to host a pop-up, what would you think would need to be there? I know I saw on your Instagram, like the different bitter companies that you're working with. And Mm -hmm. um, I I would love to hear though, like if we were to try and make this real for, you know, a bunch of friends on a Saturday night or a Thursday night, I always love Thursday nights. What would you think needed to be the ingredients that would be brought to the party? So my goal with the book is to make it as simple as possible. Uh, the, the way I actually wrote this book is even if you just have one spirit alternative, and my suggestion is to start with tequila alternative, um, because 
there's a lot of different margaritas that you can play with. Um, so using the tequila, alter just a tequila alternative is enough to get a party started. Um, so you can, you know, play with different flavors, you know, strawberries, there's the spicy ones, there's cucumber margaritas and, you know, all, all these flavors that we love. And just by using just one spirit alternative, there it makes it, it I think that's what makes it different from just juice, uh, adding this complexity with these spirit alternatives. And if you ask me, if there's one thing that you must bring to make it fun and make it, you know, uh, worthwhile, uh, at least one spirit alternative. And my recommendation is tequila okay. because there's just a lot of fun drinks you can do with it. All right. How about fun garnishes? What What's something creative? Like I've always, the, you mentioned the jalapeno. We know to mm -hmm. garnish with jalapenos when it comes to margaritas and other drinks. Mm -hmm. What would, what's a few fun garnishes that you use and how? I think uh, the first thing that comes to mind is dehydrated citrus. Ooh, um, dehydrated citrus. Where do you get that? Just at the store? You can just make it yourself. It takes a long time. You kind of slice your, your citrus uh, in wheels, circles, okay. uh -huh. maybe one fourth inch thick. And then you just bake it at a low temperature for like four hours okay. and it dehydrates it. Yeah. And so you have these dried citrus wheels that are so easy to just, you know, throw on, on top of your uh, mocktail or cocktail and it looks fancy. Um, you can even use those little clothespins uh, that you use for yeah. your crafts yes. and just pin pin the dehydrated citrus against the glass and you know, it's it's a fun garnish. Also, because citrus is expensive, they and also they spoil, right? If you leave it too for too long. So that's one way to kind of preserve if you're if you have citrus that's about to go bad, just dehydrate them and you can just store it in a in a jar and use it um for a garnish. I love that idea. And I think it could be really pretty too, right? If it you is, dehydrate yeah. a bunch mm -hmm. and you put it in a mason jar. Uh, a few yeah. different kinds, you get different pops of color. That's, re that's really fun. So, yeah. all right. The book is, um, you know, is out so you can buy it. Where can you buy it? Everywhere. You can buy it from your yeah favorite stores. It's available on Amazon, Barnes and Noble, uh, Target, Walmart. Right. Um, yeah. It's, it's available in your favorite uh, bookstores online or in store. Oh, that's so exciting. And your Instagram is... Mocktail is M-O-C-K-T-A-I-L-W-I-Z. Yes, I love it. And for all everybody who's listening, I will obviously have all these notes in and links in the show notes so you can get them there. If you have any questions, please reach out to me at, at Pretty Wellness on Instagram. And, you know, I will I will answer, I will connect you to Derek, uh, whatever it might be. I think this is uh, this has been a really fun conversation. And uh, I, I'm just so grateful to be open and to have this conversation because we, Thank you know, you. like I said, from the, from earlier, if you, this may be an area that you want to learn more about, or maybe it's not, but just to know it's out there as options and, you know, no, I mean, again, like this book I think would be great because I, I, I do use pineapple. I drink a lot of infused water. So I, yeah. I do that from just like a water and hydration standpoint, but you know, to your point is to take a drink from just being juice to being something a little bit spicier and, and to, to bring on that festive feel using um, a non-alcoholic spirit, 
uh, could be really fun. So thank you. I'm so grateful that you're here today. And as my listeners know, I end each episode playing what we call the Grateful Game. It is a game that my son and I created when he was nine. He's now 15. And it's really just a mindful practice where every day you think about, you reflect on the day, and you bring up something that brought you, you know, that gave you some peace, that maybe brought a smile to your face, that ultimately you're Mm -hmm. grateful for. And what this comes down to is the importance of having some sort of healthy practice in your life that can mentally take you to a good place. Now, I will always say, did my grateful game help cure my cancer or when I'm really upset, dig me out of it. Um, I mean, it takes time and it takes practice just like anything else. It didn't cure my cancer, but I will tell you, has it made me laugh? Has it put me in a better mood? Mm -hmm. Because I come back to it regularly, it really has brought joy in my life. And so I encourage you out there, if you're listening, take a moment to think about what you were grateful for and why. And Derek, I'm going to ask you, please tell me, what is something that you were grateful for today? I am grateful for, and you mentioned this earlier, technology, because it allows me to connect to people that's, you know, not within my immediate area and connecting with you online and a lot of other people just having the connection, which is not possible without technology. Like before we had landlines and, you know, long distance calls and, and now, you know, we are, we are lucky enough to live in a time where we can talk to people, see their faces, um, regardless of where they are. And I'm grateful for that. Well, I, I agree. There are many times, yes, when you have kids, I tell you, I have challenged with the way my son, you know, loves his phone even more than I do. (laughs) And so, yes, we know there's challenges with technology. I mean, hey, listen, technology sometimes doesn't work. Thank goodness it does tonight because we have Zoom, we have computer, we've got microphones, we've got all this good stuff. Um, Sometimes it doesn't work, so it can be frustrating. But on the flip (laughs) side, it can bring so much to our lives. So I, too, am grateful for that. So um, thank you, Derek, for being here It has been a joy talking to you, you. sharing your story. Thank you for opening us and being opening up and being vulnerable. And not just with us here listening, but also to the world, because you really are. It sounds like uh, from what you said to me earlier, you, you know, maybe you wouldn't put it in these words, but you've touched a lot of people and you've helped a lot of people. And this is less than two years from when you were in a very different place. So, um, so thank you. I'm very grateful and thank you for, for having me. And, you know, if you have questions or if you want to dabble in the world of mocktail, it's, it's really booming the, the mocktail world. So I'm your guy. If you have any questions, feel free to reach out. Well, I'm sure people will. And to all the listeners out there, I I hope you know how grateful I am that you've spent this time with us. I recognize there's so many options in the world today uh, that are, that are beyond podcasting and, I I love that you I'm honored that that you want to spend some time with me and my new friends. So um, I am wishing everybody a wonderful rest of your day, uh, lots of happiness and great health. And I hope that something we've said today or in past episodes has helped you find a little bit of joy in whatever journey you're going through in life. So thanks again, everyone. And bye for now. One more thing. 
I would be so grateful if you'd take a minute to rate, review, and subscribe. You leaving a review helps us with our podcast ranking. The higher we are ranked, the more people can discover our show. Thank you so much for joining us today. I'm sending you lots of happiness and great health.